0: Of the four different versions of the Easter morning story, as told by Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the version that we read for this morning from Mark is by far the most unsatisfying, especially for me as a pastor, preaching on this foundational celebration. In Mark's version, like I said with the kids, Jesus is missing. (laughs) Whether we believe that's because his disciples stole the dead body and hid it somewhere that no one has ever found, or whether we believe that Jesus rose to new life, eventually appeared to numerous witnesses, and then moved into the heavenly realm, in Mark's writing of the story, all we know is that the tomb is empty. In all of the most reliable early manuscript copies of Mark's telling of the story, at least that have been discovered, we are left with no sign of Jesus himself. Picking up again at verse 6, don't be alarmed. This angel or whomever it is says you are looking for Jesus The Nazarene, the one who was crucified, very clear on he knows who they're looking for, but he says he has risen. He's not here. Then invites them, look, look at the place where they laid him. Go tell the disciples he's going ahead of you into Galilee and there you will see him just as he told you. But trembling and bewildered, the women went out and fled from the tomb. They said nothing to anyone because they were afraid. And that's it. That's where the gospel, according to Mark, ends. That's where the best copies that we have end. Jesus is missing. There are some later copies that added appearances of Jesus after this abrupt ending. But the consensus for most uh, experts is that Mark's original manuscript ends before any actual citing. In terms of why Mark's original ends in this odd spot, some think that Mark wrote more, but the ending got torn off of the manuscript somehow and it was never recovered and returned. And some think that Mark intentionally ended with Jesus missing, that Mark was in a way trying to emphasize the incredibility of this story, that it is literally not credible to claim that a dead person came back from death to a new and eternal life. And yet, if the resurrection part of the story isn't true then everything about the Christian belief system is garbage. Complete, total, worthless garbage. The Apostle Paul makes it very clear that Jesus' resurrection to new life is the foundation of our whole world view as those who call themselves identify as Christians. If corpses can't be raised, then Christ wasn't because he was indeed dead. And if Christ wasn't raised, then all you're doing is wandering about in the dark, as lost as ever. It's even worse for those who died hoping in Christ and the resurrection because they're already in their graves. If all we get out of Christ is a little inspiration for a few short years, we're a pretty sorry lot. That's how significant is the resurrection to new life. So with all that is relying on the reality of the same dead, crucified Jesus now being visibly alive again, Why is Jesus missing from Mark's story? There are really only three possible answers. One, Mark intentionally left the story inconclusive. Two, Mark intended something more conclusive. It got lost and God couldn't control circumstances enough that Mark's full ending got returned. Or three, Mark intended something more conclusive, it got lost, and God was okay with the story ending where it does. Personally, I believe that if Mark's story was supposed to have more, and that the God of the universe couldn't figure out how to keep the whole story together, then we're even worse off than I thought, and we can all just go to brunch now. But I don't believe that. I believe that either Mark intended the story to end with Jesus still missing, or God is okay with the story ending with Jesus missing. Then the issue becomes, what are we to make of Jesus missing on Easter morning? I think perhaps the greatest thing that we can do is acknowledge the truth that for many of us, if not all of us, Jesus is sometimes missing from our lives. Or has always been missing. We know the story, Jesus did appear alive to Mary Magdalene and several women, then to a bunch of guys. Then he appeared in his hometown region of Galilee to hundreds, actually, of those who knew him. And then that little gathering of misfits went out into the world telling other people about Jesus being alive, and the following grew. We know the stories of historical figures across centuries and continents who have experienced the presence of the risen Jesus in their lives. We ourselves may have had our own life changing experiences of the presence of the living Lord. And yet, there are days, weeks, maybe even years, when the awareness of Jesus in our lives or in our world is missing. We don't see Jesus, we don't hear our names on his breath. We don't sense his presence with us. However, in those days and weeks or even years, it is likely that we are aware that something is missing in our lives. The world was created to be fulfilling. That's what we hear in that opening scripture from Genesis. God looked over everything they had made, and it was good, so very, very good. It was evening, it was morning, day six. Heaven and earth were finished, down to the last deal. By the seventh day, God had finished their work. On the seventh day, God rested from all their work. God blessed the seventh day and made it a holy day, because on that day, God rested from their work. All the creating God had done. This is the story of how it all started. It was good. It was very, very good. But something went wrong. And we know that brokenness. We know the emptiness of the tomb. We know something is missing. As it was for the women in our Easter story, the awareness of something missing can be fearful and bewildering. We know something is missing in the emptiness of our lives and our world, and this story reminds us of that which is missing. For many of us, often, it is the risen one, Jesus, who is missing. I have no idea if the gospel, according to Mark, originally had a more victorious conclusion than what was passed down to us. But I am thankful for what we do have, a story that is reflected in our own lives, starting out the day or starting out the week, like Mary and the others were, trying to do what needs to be done, even when that work is sad or difficult. Becoming aware of an emptiness, of something missing in our lives. As it was for the two Marys and Salome Easter morning, such is the experience of our lives. But Mark's telling of the Easter story also provides us with hope. Verse seven, go, tell his disciples and Peter, Jesus is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him just as he told you. Galilee was home for most of these disciples. I believe this is God's way of saying essentially, Keep going. Keep living your life and keep looking for Christ in your life. You will see him. And we know that the the disciples did see Jesus there in Galilee, that Jesus had risen to new life and had gone ahead to meet them. We know that Jesus' followers found what was missing. And we know that the same is true for each of us. The great news of Easter, even in Mark's telling of the story, is that we will experience emptiness in our lives. We will become aware of something missing, but we keep going, and we will find what is missing. We will find Jesus, the risen one. Thanks be to God.